You're listening to the Cultural Curriculum Chat, the podcast that specializes in multicultural education and classroom strategies. I'm your host, Jebe Edmonds. Let's get started. Testing, testing, one, two, three. All right, let's get going. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to my show. I am Jebba Edmonds, and I am so glad you're here with me today. On today's episode, I really want to talk about how can you be a cultural responsive teacher. Um, There's a lot of buzz going on right now with how our climate is in this country. Um, There's a big push of social justice and activism, which is awesome. I also want you to think about with this movement, how can you as a teacher be culturally appropriate, culturally present, and how you can be culturally responsive? How do you respond to situations when it comes to educating your students? Now, the things I want us to talk about today when it comes to terms of being a culturally responsive teacher is we're going to do our own little self-audit. You know, I'm married to a CPA, so uh, he audited for a while. So for me, that self-audit is really important of of checking in on yourself. We all have implicit bias. We are born um, with these file folders in our brains where we have been receiving messages since we were young children. And the messages could have been through the media, could have been through uh, your family members, it could have been through your community as a whole. And we all kind of tuck it away in the back of our minds. But subconsciously, we are reflecting those biases out loud with the community around us. And so what I want you to do, educators, is when we're going through this process of learning to be culturally responsive, learning to be that multicultural educator in your classroom, we need to audit ourselves and we need to see what am I doing that could be causing harm to my students? What am I doing that is um, subconsciously harming my students that I would not have the intention of, but maybe my words or actions is portrayed in a way that it is maybe my words or actions is received in a way uh, by my students that could be harmful. And so what I want us to do is we're going to take the time to reflect and do the work. You know, you can't move forward in life if you don't do the work yourself. And um, I really want us to take this time to reflect and think about how am I as an educator going to make this right for my students and also for myself. All right, let's get started. Now, I know we are at that point when it comes to lesson plans. Some of us are very creative and we look outside the box and we try to uh, get some innovative new ways. Um, and we're getting young people, you know, and uh, people in the community um, in our classrooms to try and innovate and do some things that are engaging to all of our students. And I want you to focus on your lesson planning goals. I want you to think about when. When I'm doing this particular lesson, 
does it fall under the category of, oh, it's that month, that ethnic month, time to take out that bucket from my uh, from my storage, and this is what we're going to do. I have used it for many years. It's a home run, and now the time is done. I'm going to put it away. Now, when we're doing our lesson planning, I want you to think about this in a cultural lens. No matter what time of year it is, it's relevant. You can use it any time of the year. Don't wait for a particular ethnic holiday to say, oh, I'm going to get my bucket. This is the time. Let's get it going. And then that's it. Students that look like you or not look like you aren't a bucket. We're not. Our students are there to learn all year long. So why do we have to feel that when we are creating our lessons that is only a dipstick in our timeline of our school year? It should not be that way. And so when we are really focused on being culturally responsive, that pertains to the whole year. You should not have to just say, oh, that was last month. Moving on, let's do poetry. It doesn't have to be that way. There are plenty of poets that come from all walks of life that you can incorporate all year long. There are plenty of people in our community that would love to share their experiences with your students all year long. You know, there are things that you feel is a hindrance. There are things that you feel like, and I know as a teacher, I don't have enough time, Jeb. What are you talking about? I always do it at this time of year because it flows in with my whole curriculum plan. You need to get yourself out of that mindset and know, hey, I've got the whole year to get this to work. You don't have to feel like it should be designated to a certain point of the year because that's what you're your mindset is saying, you know, you need to think about what can I incorporate that has these common themes that I can use throughout my school year with my students. Another thing I really want you Another thing I want you to think about when it comes to being culturally responsive is how does my space feel for my students? Now, I'm not talking about decorative things. You know, I used to love decorating my first grade class with owls. It was like a woodland forest in my first grade classroom. And I want you to think about how does the space feel? How am I as the educator reflecting myself to my students in a way that they feel safe, they feel respected, and they feel heard? Now that you can't buy at your hobby stores. That you cannot find at your teacher stores to say, yep, bingo, there's a poster for that. You as the individual educator in your classroom has to provide that culturally responsive space. And what that looks like is greeting each other from multiple languages. Maybe do the research and see what your demographics are made up in your classroom. Maybe there is a appropriate way to greet your students that you probably have not known about. So think about how you can create that environment that is safe for all of your students. So it's something that you intrinsically have to figure out, but you can do the work. I know you can. 
Another thing I really want you educators to focus on when you're having that that space, when you are having your cultural lessons um, compiled and gathered up for your students, I also want you to think about analyzing text. You know, when we are reading stories, when we are uh, analyzing theorems and doing experiments hands-on, I want you to go a step further and analyze the text that the author is showing you. Is that perspective different from yours? It might be, but it might resonate with your students. So make sure when you are reading these diverse books that even if it does not pertain to you personally, it will represent something in your students. So when you are analyzing text, make sure you are using that analyzing way. When you are analyzing text, make sure that when you are talking and discussing that, your students are feeling a way of that representation is correct and it is valid. And what I mean by that is when I'm reading a read out loud to my students and it does not come from my group, my ethnic group per se, I will go on Google and research, how do I say this word in Mandarin correctly, as correctly as I can? Because I know there could be some students in my class that are Mandarin speaking students, and I don't want to offend them by saying a word or a phrase incorrectly. So when I'm analyzing a text from an author that might not look like me, might not have the same background as me, but it's my responsibility as that educator to go above and beyond and make sure that I have done the work, that I ask those questions. I don't need to be embarrassed because I am a lifelong learner. And as educators, we are lifelong learners. So when it takes the time for me to ask, to research, it makes me more confident in what I'm going to present to my students. So here are the tools that you can do to be more culturally responsive as an educator. Your students need that respect. They need that validation. They need to be seen. And those simple tricks and steps are what it takes to have that harmony in your classroom. I am so happy that you're here. It's Jebba Edmonds again. Please follow me on social media and have a wonderful, wonderful day. What happened? Thanks again for joining me. I am so glad you are here. And remember, we are not here to be right. We're here to get it right. And I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Take care and don't forget to subscribe and leave a message in the comments and let me know if there's anything I could do to help you on your journey. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Cultural Curriculum Chat with Jebba Edmonds. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We will be here same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye-bye.